What's up, everybody? Paplin here, and welcome to episode 1267 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a catch-up call, a Where Are They Now episode, if you will, with somebody who was once on the show before. We're bringing Joe Casabona back, who was on episode 1238. So actually not that long ago, but the truth is a lot can happen in a very short period of time. When Joe was on last, he needed some help fine-tuning his lead magnet. He had just done a brand change and was wondering like, oh, who on my list like still wants to be here? Who doesn't? I think a lot of us can relate to this, especially if we wanna go down a different direction or find a new voice and we just kinda like are figuring it out as we go. And we're gonna catch up with Joe to see where he's at now and how's the brand doing. He helps podcasters, you can find him at podcastliftoff.com. And in fact, there's some downloadables and you can actually check out the lead magnet at podcastliftoff.com slash pat. But for right now, let's catch up with Joe, see what he's up to, see how things are going, and then we'll go from there. Here he is. Joe, welcome back to Ask Pat. Thanks for taking the time, man. Hey, thanks for uh, having me back on the show. I'm excited. I'm excited because we got very tactical the last time we chatted and we talked about very specific strategies, specifically about email lists. And I'm just like, how did it go? And so we'll get the update in just a minute. But why Why don't you tell everybody who might be listening who didn't hear the last episode you were on, maybe where were you at in life and in business around that point? And, and what is your business? And we can kind of just go from there. Yeah. So when we spoke, I was basically at the beginning of a pivot where I was moving from the WordPress space and talking to like WordPress developers into the podcast space. So helping podcasters, specifically like speakers, uh, authors, and coaches create a profitable podcast, but I didn't have the profitable podcaster branding at the time. And I was trying to figure out like what part of my list was no longer interested in what I was doing and how I could build that list and trying to figure out lead magnets and things like that. So I was kind of, I felt like I was restarting almost from scratch with a kind of a brand new business after, you know, running my own business for years. Yeah. Like that kind of restart is always hard because it almost feels like you're starting from scratch, even though you're not. It's like, oh, I got to get back into decision making mode. And, you know, like I can't market what I don't know who I'm marketing to yet, like all that kind of stuff. So from that episode, like what were the big takeaways and kind of what 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 did you do since then? Yeah. So I think the biggest takeaway that I acted on was going on other people's podcasts, right? Which, uh, you know, you told me that and I, I like forgot that I tell people that. <laughs> and my call to action was the lead magnet, right? So I nice. promoted the Airtable planners, which I, a friend of mine, very graciously converted into Notion. So I offered that. And then there were a couple of more. I have my convert kit stats up here. Yeah, nice. But uh, the ones that were performing the best were the, the Airtable planners, the sponsor pitch deck templates. And then I started doing uh, more webinars where I was focusing on the podcasting stuff and all of those built my list. So since we spoke, I think I have 400 new people on my list. Nice. Or I mean, I'm sorry, like a net gain of 400. Yeah. But I've also seen a bunch of people drop off who are no longer kind of my target audience. So I I probably gained closer to 600 relevant email subscribers based on what we talked about. Yeah, that's that's great. It could it could always be tough to see people unsubscribing. But that just means like who's left over is like the core and, you know, who should be there. So that that's great. And you said authors, speakers, coaches, and you're helping those people with creating profitable podcasts. 
which is awesome. I love that you mentioned talking about your lead magnet on other episodes. Like, was that easy to do? Was that like natural or did it feel forced? Like, like what is your pitch? Like if you were on, I mean, technically you are on this podcast, give us the rundown. What is, what is the pitch? How does it feel? Cause it seems like to be, it's working. Yeah. So what I'll do is pretty much based on what we talk about on the podcast. And usually I pitch like two or three different topics, but I'll say, Hey, if you want to learn more, let's say we talked about like planning a podcast. I'll say, if you want the planners that I use, I set up a page just for your listeners over at URL slash Pat, uh, where you can opt in right there. There'll also be a few more resources on there if you're interested in learning more about me, right? And usually I save that for the, you know, where can people find you? That's what I talk about at that part. That's so good. And it's it just it just flows naturally. It doesn't sound forced. You're actually providing more value to that person's audience. Have you ever gotten like pushback from a host on like, hey, you can't promote that here? Like anything like that ever? No, if I'm ever iffy about it, I usually ask ahead of time. But usually it's like, hey, here's this free thing. And people usually love that. Like I say, I'll I'll make it like their first name. And usually what I'll do as long as the show is not live is make the page like right after that. I have a couple of templates in WordPress that I can copy and paste over. And, oh, very good. Uh, what I don't usually include, but what I also include on there is like a discount for my product. But again, that's like, that's too pitchy, right? I feel so. On the show probably, but once they get there and they download the thing and see the value, yeah, absolutely. That's great. So I get the lead magnet, which those are great lead magnets, by the way. People love things that like tools, things that help people save time. So they go to the lead magnet and then I'm into your email list. Tell me the journey that a person goes through on your email list and then eventually like where they they end up. Yeah, I just revamped this actually because I feel like that was the next weakest part of my game. And so now when people sign up, I feel like this is really like nicely tuned now. When people sign up, On the thank you page, they get a little upsell. Hey, for $39, you can get all of my systems for planning a podcast and a video walkthrough, as well as my automations library for $39. This is usually only available in my $300 product or whatever. And then they get added to a welcome sequence. This is like, I think I kind of stole, not stole it, but I use like Mitha Kothar. I, I think Mitra Kothar, I think I'm saying her name right. Her like framework where it's, hey, here's what you're going to learn. Here's what I'm about. Here's the first quick win. Here's a free resource. Here's the next quick win. By the way, here's my product. Is that all in one email or is that like sequential? This is like a five email or six email sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the seventh email, I call it the sorting hat email. And that's where it's like, hey, where are you in your podcast journey? And based on what they click, they get sent to a a sequence. Someone is like just starting a podcast. I want to grow and monetize. I've pod faded or I have no interest in podcasting. And then based on that answer, they get an educational sequence and then they get put into my evergreen profitable podcaster newsletter sequence, which goes out every Tuesday. And that goes out to every like the, everybody who's not in a sales sequence at that point. Yeah, that's exactly right. So and that was like another thing I improved, right, is that now they basically get tagged as confirmed once they go through the education sequence. And then they get put onto the yeah the evergreen and then like the normal subscriber list. So I send like a real time email every Wednesday. And the people who have no interest get pitched on my podcast membership, which is not really related to podcasts. It's just like a thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then they get like my weekly digest email, which is the latest episode of the podcast and things I'm thinking about. Nice. Dude, that's great. It sounds very clear, very clean. The systems are here. Like, and it sounds like you just revamped something. So it's always a work in progress, which I can verify that that's always the case too, for sure. And 
Like, it sounds like you're also keeping track of your numbers. Like, how often are you looking at that data as you're going along? Because I know some people check, like, every couple hours. Some people check once a month. Like, what's your rhythm? Yeah, probably an unhealthy amount. Uh, uh, at least <laughs> once a day. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not too unhealthy. Yeah. On days emails go out, it's, like, multiple times because I'm like, did people hate this email? Did they unsubscribe? Or if I know I'm going to be on a podcast that dropped that day, I usually check multiple times like the next day to see if people have signed up. Um, but like today, a sales email went out to a relatively small group of subscribers that I think would be a good fit for this product. And I'm like, did anybody buy? Did people just unsubscribe because they hate being sold to? And it's got really good open rates, no unsubscribes. And it looks like nobody's bought yet, but that was just like the warm up. So hopefully the yeah. next email will. Nice, man. We'll Dude, the systems yeah. sound very clean. This is like ideal for what, you know, you would want uh, as a business for sure to have these systems in place. And then you can just kind of tweak and kind of check the data and like make the subject line better so you get more opens. It's it's all a numbers game at this point. How are your products doing? We didn't talk much about those the last time, but what is the the product? And in case anybody listening wants to go grab it, like where, where can they see it? Yeah, so that's, uh, it's called the Podcast Liftoff Playbook. It's basically like every video I've created about how to do stuff with a podcast. So there's like launching in there, there's making money and, and growing, being consistent with content. And then there's like the fun technical stuff, making a good website, talking about redirects. And I just added a lot of cool stuff to that. One is like the lab where I talk about the experiments I'm doing with my podcast. And I'm really happy with where that is because I've been able to kind of create a new product out of stuff I've already created, right? Because I th like I've read a bunch of times, like, you don't need to create a new product, you need to properly market the product you already have. Right, 100%. I'm really happy with the way that has has turned out. I just finished a for, like a cohort on launching a mini podcast, which was just a couple of people. It, it was also the beta. But the way that they got into that and the way a bunch of people registered for or signed up for the playbook was the webinar sequence that I've been sending to my mailing list. So, Oh, nice. So it's working. Yeah. So I got positive feedback on that. I've got people who have reached out and they'll say like, oh, I love your podcast. And I think it's like the, I thought they knew me from the WordPress space. And I'm like, oh yeah, I used to be a WordPress developer. And they'll say, what are you talking about? Like, I only know you from your podcast content. And I'm like, yes, everything feels like it's clicked in like the last couple of months. That's so cool. And just last couple of months too. So what are the big plans in 2023 for you? What's the big focus? Yeah, I think it's really like keep a well, like a well-oiled webinar machine. And so I have five or six topics. I'm in SPI Academy now. So I'm going to take your A to Z webinar course, which I'm really excited about. Yes. I'm like, let us know how that goes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite courses, but it's so specialized because not everybody's doing webinars, but it like for me, I feel like that is one of my best courses. So I'm excited for you to go through that. Yeah, I'm psyched because I was always like, hey, you know, how effective is it? And then I was like, I should just do it like and see. And I couldn't believe like how well attended this one was and how many people actually like took me up on the offer. And it was like a pretty raw kind of, oh, by the way, like get this discount. It'll be cool. And it was like the cohort is like over Christmas. So like... It's a tough time of year to sell, man. And yet you did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so so I'm excited for that. So like going on other podcasts and then building my list and pitching the webinars and then pitching on the webinar is, I feel, going to be a really successful path for me. You know what I'm glad to hear about the plan is like, it's not anything huge or new, right? It's like, okay, I, I figured it out. 
let's now market it. Let's do it and let's keep it going. And I, I like, this is something that we suffer with at SPIs. We have too many big ideas sometimes where it's like, ooh, like let's try this big thing. And, let's, and then the things that we created before are like just sitting there. And we're just grateful that now we put our heads together and built this all access pass that like, and that's going to be our focus for 2023. And that's it, right? So yeah, like I'm jealous you got there really fast, but <laughs> I'm proud of you for that because that is going to mean that you're going to get even more honed in. Like every webinar is another rep where you get to see what worked, what didn't. And then you'll eventually, I mean, you, you, you can decide down the road if you want to, you know, make those evergreen. I mean, there are ways to automate those. Is that like a plan that you might have to, or is it always going to be like you uh, in the pilot seat kind of talking live? What do you think? I think it's going to be at some point, like once I get it really honed in like evergreen and then like I'll pop in at the end to do like some live Q and A is what I'm thinking. Cause I also, I love doing like the work, like build and public live streams on my YouTube channel. And those are also generally well attended. So I do like doing like the live teaching events, but I think for like the marketing, like, you know, as once I get the pitch like dialed in, I want the best version of that pitch to be delivered every time. So I think Evergreen probably makes sense there. And then it gives people options for, you know, if they're not on the East Coast of the United States and I can run a webinar like kind of late my time, but good for their time too. Nice. And is, is your YouTube channel uh, just... Joe Casabona? Yeah, I do have one for the podcast Liftoff brand, but the Joe Casabona one is like monetized and uh, has a lot more followers. So <laughs> nice, man. All right. Well, we'll do what we can to push people toward that. I'm just so grateful for you to, you know, come here today, especially during the holidays to just give us an update on what, what's been happening. The fact that you've implemented, you know, and, and, are, and are staying focused. I think that's the biggest thing I can pull away from this is just like, you seem to have the focus nailed. You know exactly what you need to do. You're going to do it in the right steps, do it in the right order. There's nothing it seems like that's... Is there anything pulling you that you're saying no to? Like, I'm curious because like it's very rare to see somebody who, who seems to have like the exact path nailed down. It's everything that I said no to like in May when I made the decision <laughs> to focus. Because like I have like creator courses, which is like WordPress and development courses. And like, that's such a great brand. And I have like the trademark for it. And I'm shutting that site down because it's a distraction. And I'm like kind of sad about it. But like, I know that this is the right path. The other thing that I've recently said no to is I have, once I'm, once I'm completed this next production cycle, I'll have 20 courses in the LinkedIn Learning slash Linda library. Oh yeah, we talked about LinkedIn last time, I remember. Yeah. And, and it was a grind. Like I did like almost a course per month for them last year. Wow. Um, and at some point it, it felt like it was taking away from my core business. So I actually told them like, Hey, after these agreed upon courses, I'm at least going to take a break Good for you. And so like saying no to that was really hard. But again, is there income there from, from LinkedIn? Like they pay you for that? Yeah. So they, I don't think I can get into exactly how they do it, but it's, it's, it's like a book author sort of thing. Cause that's how Linda started. So they'll, they'll give me an upfront payment and then I'll get royalties based on usage or whatever, you know, however many people watch the course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been good, reliable. Like that, like got me through a few slow months during the pivot, but I've noticed like my royalties ticking down and I just know that like this webinar sales cycle is is the best way for me to grow my course, especially with three little ones at home. So yeah, yeah. I mean, not only are you clearing room for bigger and better things in your business, you're clearing room for you and your family, right? And and that's absolutely key. So well done there. And you know, you have to let go to grow sometimes. Yeah, I like that a lot. And it's true. Yeah. 
So well done, man. Thanks for that inspiration. I think a, a message that people listening in early 2023 here probably needed to hear, in fact. So well done. One more time, where can people go to follow your work and see what you got going on? Yeah, that page that I think I set up last time is still up at podcastliftoff.com slash Pat. I have a bunch of resources there, the planners and links to my whatever social media happens to be relevant when this episode comes out. Right. It could, uh, who knows what it'll be like, <laughs> yeah. you know, down the road <laughs> or who knows what's not going to be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Joe, this was such a pleasure. Great catching up and happy holidays to you and your family and, and well done. Thanks, Pat. You too. I appreciate it. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and catch up with Joe. You can find Joe Casabona at podcastliftoff.com slash Pat. You can get some free downloadables there, especially if you're starting or in podcasting. And uh, I just love the, the again, the rebranding story, the niching down and using a lead magnet to really find out who wants to be there and who doesn't. I think that's a genius idea. And we need to do more stuff with lead magnets, I think. It's it just overall what I'm feeling in the audience and in general not just creating like a generic lead magnet that would make sense for a lot of people in your audience, but I think more specialized lead magnets are going to be more popular in the future. One specifically that will qualify people to a particular transaction down the road or purchase or survey or something. So anyway, just some thoughts here to finish up the show. But again, I appreciate you for listening all the way through. Thank you, Joe, for coming in today. Again, you can find Joe at podcastliftoff.com slash pat. Thanks so much, everybody. I appreciate you. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode. Until then, cheers, peace out. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is David Grabowski. Our series producer is Paul Gregoris. And our executive producer is Matt Garland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.